It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, so we got our buzz on. Welcome to Buzzed Off Film, the spoiler-free mini-episode, mini-episode review podcast spinoff from the sister show, The Home Base, High On Film. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're reviewing the brand new movie today, Won't You Be My Neighbor, from 2018, directed by Morgan Neville. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Welcome. Once more, <laughs> I've said that far too many times. You should feel overly welcome. I'm taking off my formal shoes. I'm putting on some sneakers. The suit jacket's off. The cardigan is on. Let's discuss the brand new documentary about Pittsburgh native Fred Rogers. I have, uh, I know no one better to discuss such a movie as this uh, than the man who's more or less right to my left, the co-host from the couch, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, Mr. Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad, what's up? Not too much, Chris. How you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd say that. I'm doing great. Great. I'm emotionally torn apart. Yeah. I mean, I think we've said on the podcast before, when we both saw this trailer, it's hard not to start tearing up. At the trailer. At the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Fred Rogers, we both grew up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, religiously. Re oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was my... I wasn't religious about it, but I have watched a lot of it. And it certainly was meaningful. That, Sesame Street, of course. Right. I mean, I grew up... I When I'd watch Mr. Rogers, I would hang sweaters on my fireplace and put shoes. And I would change into them when he would change into them. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. That's like that YouTube kid who fights just like Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> exact same thing. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, all right, so what do you think? Uh, do you think this movie lived up to Fred Rogers? The I think it icon. I think it encapsulates him perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, and before we get into this film any further, let's get into some movie trailer voices. Yes. Brad and I have both prepared uh, custom movie trailers for the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor, that we would like to share with you now. Brad, are you ready? I am. Hit it. There seems like no better time to travel to a neighborhood of make-believe. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood aired on PBS from 1968 to 2001, teaching children important lessons through puppets and mostly through the ideals and values of Fred Rogers, an ordained minister from Pittsburgh. With interviews with people who knew him best, this documentary focuses on how Rogers guided children through some of the country's most harrowing events and how he taught a nation that no matter the question, love is always the answer. Put on your sweater, get on the trolley, and prepare for an emotional trip down memory lane with Won't You Be My Neighbor. That was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That encapsulated the film well. Thank you. You're I welcome. tried. Yeah. I owed it to it. Yeah. <laughs> the least you can do for me. Least, right? literally the least. Uh, all right, I got a movie trailer ready. If you, if you guys are uh, all prepared, <clears throat> wait for them to answer, Chris. Okay. They're prepared. All okay, right. Good. Great, good. Great. I'm glad they answered. Oh, the affirmative. That would have taken a long time. Yeah. Get ready for the explosive, warts and all, summer documentary exposing the truth behind the squeaky clean children's TV personality and everyone's favorite neighbor, Fred Rogers. Dig deep with exclusive interviews from the people who knew him best to uncover the heartwarming truth that there are some people who are as wholesome, wise, and good as their public personas seem to be. Have your heart lifted to find the words of your childhood mentor, uh, ring more true than ever. 
commemorate the life and actions of a man who wanted nothing but good for the children of this world. Move in next door to Won't You Be My Neighbor. Took a different uh, approach, but very funny and then very heartwarming. I mean, as I think this movie is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Brad, um, time for one of our classic Buzzed Off Film segments. So classic. To pee or not to pee. Now, this is a high on film approved runtime of 94 minutes. Ah. Yeah. Uh, So, is there a time where you feel like you should leave, or not should leave, could leave, and not miss anything if you perhaps chugged your soda before the movie was over and now having some bladder control issues. Or conversely, things that you should just maybe cross your legs and wait for to pass before you run out. Uh, I mean, it's a 90-minute movie. Boy, I would highly recommend sitting through it, and I feel like once you're in it, you probably won't want to get up anyway. Mm-hmm. I'd definitely say the second half of the movie is certainly more... There's more there that is um, that you will attach to emotionally. So I would, if you're going to pee, I would try to do it in the first half. Um, I guess the only thing I really would recommend is once the credits start rolling, you actually get a like a little bit after the credits start rolling. There's a clip, a very quick clip, but a very meaningful clip after you've seen the movie. Uh, I won't divulge any more than that, but. Once the credits start, it's not far into the credits, and it's not a long scene. So once the credits start rolling, just stay in your seats for another minute, and you'll get a little bonus scene. Yeah, yeah. It's not even mid-credits. It's before that. There's oh, only yeah. a few credits before it, a picture pops down. It's not even a full... Like, people actually started walking out of the theater. And didn't get far. And before. didn't get far, and then stopped dead yeah. in their tracks to see this last scene. Which actually surprised me, because if you're anything like us, I feel like I needed the whole credits to sit there and compose myself in the dark... Before I went back out into the public, because the last 15 minutes of this film are can't miss, and a doozy. I mean, a beautiful, cathartic, wonderful moment. Um, And uh, I think something that'll ring true in everybody, so please be in your seats for that. But otherwise, I I do think, uh, I kind of agree with you, I really like the first half hour. I I I think it sets up a whole lot. Um, I agree, maybe you don't need to see, especially if you have some familiarity with Mr. Rogers. I'd say last call to pee is probably somewhere in between, like, close that 60-minute mark, though. Yeah, the middle half hour yeah, is yeah, probably yeah. your window. Your best, yeah. That yeah. 30 to 60-minute mark is your probably your best window. But, um, yeah, guys, 94 minutes. Unless there's a medical issue, which I totally can understand, try. Yeah, please. Yeah. You'll thank us. <laughs> you'll thank us. And uh, to see how much you'll thank us, let's move into the bulk of this review for what it's worth, where we measure... The ticket price against our opinion of the film. This was a $12 matinee that MoviePass paid for us, Brad. Boom. Boom. How about that? The generous people of MoviePass <laughs> paying that money for us because we paid a monthly subscription. Out of that 12 though, Brad, what's it worth to you? Boy, a lot. Um, 20? Maybe 25? Mm-hmm. Probably twenty five. Yeah. If I was told I had to pay twenty five dollars for this movie, I would have done it. Yeah, and it's a document. I like. I don't even need to see this on the big screen, but I would pay that. Yeah, I, I tell you, I wrote down twenty dollars as well. Uh, to feel this good, to have this cathartic cry, and then to be reminded that there is still good in this world, Mister Frodo. I mean, that is that's worth twenty bucks for me. Um, is it the best documentary I've ever seen? Mm. 
No, it, but it's very, very good. It's very good. Um, but I, I have so okay. So yeah. So my my biggest thing, my, I think the biggest challenge of this documentary is that what is the conflict? This man who is wholesome and good, we to, we know as wholesome and good, turns out to be very wholesome and good his whole life. So for the most part, yeah, for the most part. Um, but really, there, there's not a whole lot of controversy. So that kind of worried me about like what was going to surprise me in this film. Uh, did anything surprise you? Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, for a show that started in 68, there's certainly episodes of the show I never saw. Yes. And, to, and to get a little more... You don't get a ton of Rogers behind... Like, you don't get a whole lot more of Mr. Rogers himself talking to you. Like, it's more the people that knew him well. Um, but, I mean, I don't want to... Like, the they talk about the first week of the show when it yeah. airs. And how, like, I mean... He's, like, talking about war. Uh, it's just... That surprised me in a big way. I was like, holy crap, that was the first week of their show? Yeah. For this show? For Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was d- dealing with this? So mm-hmm. that definitely surprised me. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of conflict. It's more kind of interesting to see the way he and the show t- handled these big events. Robert Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. The, I guess, Vietnam War? The Vietnam mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, like Mr. Rod handling 9-11 at one like yeah, late absolutely. in his life it's those were the interesting parts uh, those were the Childhood where the conflict deaths, is divorce yeah and yeah. explaining it like he's the one telling these kids kind of the truth about these things so while there wasn't inherent con- like an arc of inherent conflict mm-hmm. there was these little moments where you saw the conflict that he kind of had to deal with at the time and how he uh, addressed it. Yeah, and uh, the one I think ni- nice thing that comes about is the inner conflict he has, the self doubt he sometimes has, a little bit of his backstory I never knew about uh, when he was a child that they that it really revealed to you. Right. Um, I also was very surprised to find out like the TV titan he was, how much he did for that show, how driven he was to make television and good television. I mean, I all I I think we all know at this point the famous. Um, Speech to the Supreme Court. Oh yeah, or, uh, I mean, uh, not Supreme. No, no, the uh, Congress. Congress. Yeah. Yes, I mean, you. That's posted on Twitter right, once exactly. a year. Yeah, but I mean, to see him actually working and making this show is pretty crazy when you see some of that background footage, and especially to like how each puppet he has and how that kind of like shows a little part of him or yep. part of someone he knows was a very interesting uh, element to it. Yeah. Um, but it's. It's a beautiful film. Like, I have not had this kind of emotional response to a film probably in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, I was crying for at least half of this movie, and I've never done that before. (laughs) Yeah. And I should mention, there are really good bits of levity, too, and humor. Um, Mostly from, like, more flawed people than Mr. Rogers. Or maybe not flawed, but grounded people. Like, uh, Yo-Yo Ma certainly has some hilarious jokes in this. And he comes off as such a nice regular guy um not to say mr rogers wasn't but he, he's just like almost a saint at this point right like, he's almost like uh, uh above us all yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's not normal and uh the stage manager 
Oh yeah, that it's guy. So funny. So and funny. I, you know, it just shows the reach of Mr. Rogers that this guy is even affected by it. Well, right, and it's funny um, to see Mr. Rogers interact with a guy like this because you always assume that, like, yeah. uh, you know, gods only hang out with gods. Type yeah, concept. and this guy's a tatted up, yeah. ponytail wearing stage like, manager, like. probably like going out and drinking beers on the weekends. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, his sons, one of whom is wearing a pirate hat the entire time. Love it. Yeah. Nice shout out. Yes, of course. Um, I guess the last thing I really want to talk about in the review is uh, how do you feel about, you know, I knew it was coming. And when it started, I found it, I thought I was going to think it was a little cheesy. But then they addressed the rumors about Mr. Rogers. Most notably, is he gay? And two, was he a naval seal? And he wears these cardigans to cover up sleeves of tattoos. Right. Um, And I knew they were coming. I knew that was going to be part of the movie. And as soon as it's, they introduced the topic, I was like, oh boy, here we go. But then I think ultimately I'm very glad they did, even though it kind of seemed trivial to me at the time that they were even like addressing them. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, I mean, and it's quick. I mean, once quick. they address it, it's five to ten minutes of the movie and it's here and gone. Because like yeah. the people who know him are like, yeah, that one, I guess I won't spoil which what they say, but just <laughs> it, it is pretty much summed up quickly like, yes yeah they they definitively give you an answer and that's kind of it and we move on yeah um yeah i mean i i will when this movie comes out on dvd i will buy this movie and i will probably watch it once a year for the rest of my life wow i think it is that i don't want to say important because that almost isn't that's too vague or something but it's it's a beautiful tribute. it's a beautiful tribute and Again, like kind of given the current state of everything, it feels necessary. It's yeah. a cathartic, just kind of escape from everything into just beauty. Yeah. And you get these beautiful moments of these people kind of um, paying tribute to this man that meant so much to him. You get videos of him just like giving a speech at a graduation and talking to this one woman. And it's, and the people on the show, Officer Clemens, who has a great moment. Like, uh, yeah, one of the I best mean, moments Oh, of my God. I, I'm going to seriously I think start crying. I think Officer Clemens' moment in this is where I first really lost it, and I don't think I ever regained it yeah, the film. I totally agree. I mean, I was <laughs> crying, like tearing up here and there throughout, but once that happened, it was over. Yeah. I was done. I had nothing left. Um, and yeah, this will probably end up in my top five favorite movies of this year. Yeah, I mean, I've already put it on my list of, of uh, it, favorites of the year. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I, I have no other word for it. Like, that's the best way to describe A it. A beautiful reminder of uh, that there are still uh, people who can love and people who can help and people who are there for you every day. And people who, that is their soul, like, that is their goal. Yeah. Like, they set out every day, especially Roger, Fred Rogers was all about kids. And, like, actually reaching out to children, which not a lot of people do because they're kids. They're yeah. kind of like, you don't think they have the yeah. mind. They're stupid. They're yeah, tiny. exactly. And they're he, weak. Who and, cares? and he was somebody who was like, no, I'm not going to allow these kids to be forgotten. And that is such a important that's such a vital message which seems easy but he just he ran with it and that's what makes him so special yeah there you go twenty dollars from each of us 17.99 more when the dvd blu-ray comes out from brad <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> all right brad davis you just saw won't you be my neighbor what are you gonna do next i guess i'll 
I, I guess like Incredibles 2 I mean keep with the whole like emotionally happier <laughs> sentiments with a Pixar movie I'll tell you the one thing I'm not going to do is get very excited about the Tom Hanks starring biopic they're going to do for oh, about, about Fred, Fred Rogers because honestly I was at first when I heard that was announced I was like yeah whatever that'll be fine and now like seeing this and re- being remembering Fred Rogers again and seeing him talk and seeing just like how he was nobody can do that like nobody can, ma- can no- nobody can match that nobody can like naturally bring those kind of I think emotions out of people like Fred Rogers was such a special person mm-hmm. to see Tom Hanks try to do it who is like one of supposedly one of those actors who's this very nice guy but nobody is Fred Rogers yeah and I feel like that will just that will be a letdown for me yeah. well they said the same about Tom Hanks when he played Forrest Gump Okay. Well, yeah, boy, and I and the real Forrest Gump was yeah. was such an emotional leader. He really was. Uh, and then he ran across America and put his dirty face into the T-shirt and made a smiley face. Shit happens. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you just saw "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" and boy, oh boy, did you ever? Uh, God, I'm still shook. Uh, what are you gonna do next, buddy? Man, I wrote down the same thing. Incredibles two. I can't wait. Yeah, and I tag. Oh, Fred, stop. It's my oh, turn. Is that, it's okay, my I'm turn. Sorry. I thought you were going to bypass it. Sorry. No, I was going to lead up to it, but you already you let the cat out of the bag. Well, Incredibles no, no. 2 Run is seriously it. the next thing I want to see in theaters. Uh, Incredibles is probably my number one favorite Pixar. If not one, two, or three. It's definitely somewhere in that shuffle with Toy Story and Wally. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I, you know, I'm excited for Tag. I, I do want to see Hereditary, the new horror movie out that's scaring everybody. And, um... I am interested. I mentioned this earlier. We're subscribers of MoviePass. I do kind of want to see American Animals, the oh, MoviePass right. Ventures movie. Uh, I like all those kids. The kid from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Quicksilver from Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. Evan Peters. Sure. It's the kid. Of, yeah, like, they're kids. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> they're kids. They're like five years younger than us. I know. I, know. I decided to be anti-kid on this podcast. Gotcha. funny. Gotcha. It was a comedy show as well as a film review show. Yeah, this one was hilarious. This one was hilarious. I'm trying to name them. I know. But yeah, those three movies and of course Incredibles 2, which will probably realistically be the next thing I see in theaters. The reviews are really good. Uh, <laughs> Not to get your hopes up. All right. Well, maybe we can talk about it on the uh, podcast. Very likely. All right. Um, that's it for us. Please, if you see Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, let us know. Tweet at us. Facebook us. Send, leave us a comment on High on Film. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And and you should see Won't You Be My Neighbor. You should support this movie. It's only in two theaters in Los Angeles, so I can only imagine, I think it's still limited to release, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it's anywhere. Like, New York, maybe, but that's yeah. it. And support more documentaries in the theaters anyway. So there you go. Uh, guys, Father of the Bride is out right now with comedian Jen Murray. Uh, we are in our final three episodes, so please, please check out that regularly scheduled programming um, and you're going to want to listen to that before this coming Monday when we have Austin Trzinski on to watch Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Oh boy, what a time that was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brad, you got anything else to plug? At BD Always GP on Twitter and Instagram and I tolerate you Pittsburgh Pirates. No, I love you <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, baseball blog. That You know, it's been rough, so. Yeah. At least this movie lifted my spirits. There you go. <laughs> Something's still keeping you afloat. Something. I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media accounts. That's Chris Lino in place of the eye at High On Film is wherever you want to find the podcast on whatever social media accounts you're looking for. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you Monday with some Kurosawa. We love you. 
Goodbye.